Are you interested in building water features professionally? Whether you have an existing contracting business or are looking for a fun and profitable side hustle, then you found the perfect podcast to follow. I'm Greg Whitstock, the Pond Guy, founder of Aquascape Inc., and this is my podcast. Each 20-minute episode profiles the journey of a successful certified Aquascape contractor whose best practices you can emulate. I love my job, and here's how you can too. All right. Well, this is really exciting because I am on the phone uh, with England. Jonathan Davis, welcome to uh, the podcast. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me. <laughs> what time is it uh, there for you? It's nine in the morning here. Yeah, it's three in the afternoon. Yep, six hours, six hours ahead. Well, you and I just spent a, a, a week on the road together when I was over in England uh, doing some of, the, some of the seminars to get people interested in this industry, and so I think this is going to be a perfect opportunity for you to share some of your wisdom, but well, I like, I like to always start off in these with uh, a little bit about your background, how you got into your current profession, and then I want to go into uh, uh, you know, your, uh, your size of your operation, your scope, so people can relate to that. Uh, you know, in your own words, why you love your job, and then your best piece of business advice. So let's just get started, Jonathan. How'd you, uh, how did you end up on your career path that you're currently in today? Um, well, okay, so um, I left school at 16. And really? I, yeah, I didn't know that. That's, yeah. That's why well, I love to do enough, these things. Yep. Uh, funny enough, I actually went into, uh, into car sales to start with. Um, okay. And, uh, and, and uh, I always knew that I had a background um, – of interest in horticulture and that sort of thing and I've always been interested in in fish absolutely since I was a kid um you know and uh, anyway I got made redundant which was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because it made me sort of have to do uh, step out of my comfort zone and then go to college to sort of study um horticulture and um and that's so you actually stopped you actually stopped going to high school but you ended up still going to college huh yeah, I went to college um, about two years later, so I'd grown up a little bit, and I was ready for the, mm-hmm. uh, the challenge that, that college offered me. Um, so Great. like you say, I went to, um, I, was, I was asking Brian in York for three years, um, done my apprenticeships with uh, a couple of companies, and, uh, and then sort of, I think from the age of uh, 20, I jumped into actually starting my own company, JD Landscapes. Wow. Um, I was starting I was starting off as a maintenance boy just at the beginning, you know. Um didn't really have a, a clue really what I was doing. I'd, obviously I got a college degree and and everything, but there was so much more to business as you know. Um and, mm-hmm. and over the last twelve years I've sort of honed that. Um, you know, but it basically um as a as a complete interest, um or sort of a passion really from a, a childhood. I built my first pond when I was six. Uh, using a bin liner uh, in my home mm-hmm. back garden, uh, you know, and I was seeing frogs out there, and I was absolutely over the moon with it. And then I built my first proper pond, as it were, when I was ten, um, and the levels were all over the place. It was absolutely terrible, but I loved it, and I had my fish in there and frogs. Uh, and then it just sort of grew from there, really. And I always knew that, um, that I wanted to take when I, when I was in business. That ultimately, I always wanted to become, you know, more involved with uh, with ponds and water features. Um, I just didn't expect that it would actually take over pretty much 95% of my business, you know, which is, you know, completely overwhelming, really. And I, that's where I always wanted it to go. So you started this when you were 20. How old are you today? 33. 
Okay, so you've been doing this for 13 years or so. Talk a little bit about the evolution. So, you know, you started off, like you said, as a maintenance boy, so just doing, you know, what we would call mow and blow guys over here in the States. So you're just doing landscape maintenance. So how do you actually evolve, uh, you know, from that into your passion, which is definitely a passion since, you know, I've seen you so much at some of the Aquascape events and gotten to know you uh, over the last, what, is it two years now? So how did it evolve into where you're, you know, you're 95% ponds? Um, okay, so like you say, it started off for my first probably three years of my business. Uh, I think I built one pond in that time, um, mm-hmm. uh, and I just sort of like advertised. You know, I was I was advertising in little places like ch- village halls and churches and whatnot, and uh, you know, sort of like spreading my wings out that way. Um, before I sort of got heavily involved with with anything uh, landscaping wise, uh, and then it kind of was an actual progression really of sort of then wanting to test myself because I get bored quite easily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not content with just doing the, you know, the mundane mow and blow. Um, you know, even patio laying, it's just not, it's just not challenging enough, and it, you can get, you know, bored really, really quickly. And and one thing I always said from the very, you know, from the very beginning is if I ever woke up on a morning and then dreaded going to work, or you know, couldn't be bothered to go to work, then that was it. That was that was the final straw. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so obviously having that in mind, I always wanted to sort of move, move the the, the in, my, my business through the into the water garden inside, and and I kind of sort of done it in in stages. Really, you know, people take a punt on you, and then you get better and better, um, and then obviously in 2015, um, I watched a TV show called Pond Stars, <laughs> and, uh, and and I remember my friend phoning me up, and he goes, John, you need to come over and have a have a watch of this. Um, it's this brand new TV show. It's all about ponds. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I need to go and have a look at this. And uh, and um, it, to be honest, Greg, it absolutely blew me away. Um, you know of how beautiful the ponds could be. And you know, and over in here, as you well know, there is a a tendency to to, to build ponds completely different to how you guys do them over in the states. Um, you know, so I started putting rock and gravel into my ponds from 2015 without having mm-hmm. the aquascape gear. Um, I only done it to start with because, you know, I thought it looked amazing and it was really attractive. It was then, you know, learning more about it through your YouTube videos, then eventually sort of meeting up with uh, with other pond builders like Matt Wilson and then coming over to the States, learning everything to do with the ecosystem and why it is as good as it is. Um, so, but yeah, like I say, it's kind of a, a gentle sort of progression up until 2016, 2017, and then it's been on a serious upward curve, um, flying. And it all started, it all started with a childhood interest and then really seeing how you could do it through the TV show, uh, that we had on Nat Geo Wild called Ponsters. That's right. It was just inspirational. You know, it's like, wow, this is what's possible. Um, which is now what I try and sort of teach uh, my clients, but also the pond contractors as well, that this is really possible. Uh, question for you. Who was your favorite character on that TV show, Pond Stars? <laughs> um, I, I, is this a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. So for everybody listening, thinking about uh, going and, uh, uh, you know, transitioning or getting into this industry, uh, what is what is your what is your uh, what is your structure like? How many people? What do you kind of do in sales? How do you, where do you operate out of? I know, uh, I know you recently you've moved. So talk a little bit about the, the organizational structure that you've created. Uh, okay, so as we speak on the phone now, I've, I'm getting a premises uh, built for me um, about half a mile away from my house. 
it's not a huge place, but it's a real big step in the right direction. It allows us. To so right now you're out of your house. Right now you're out of your yeah. house, but you're going to be moving pretty soon into another location. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay. So the minute we are out of the house, we have done for the last sort of twelve years. Um, you know, we've kind of outgrown that, and um, we're moving into a like, a, like I say, a unit where we can have a display center, um, and obviously. Um, you know, a lot of place where we can keep our stock and be much more um, efficient in what we do. Um, I have um, two full-time guys and a part-time guy that works for me. Um, so mm -hmm. that's four of us, including myself. Um, so I'm sort of predominantly trying to pull my way a little bit out of the field now, um, mm -hmm. you know, sort of getting out of the way of the guys. So I've got a, a form, my, my foreman is called Peter. Uh, he's been with me for about two, two years now. Um, I sent him over to uh, Pondemonium this August, just gone, mm -hmm. and um, you know, sort of like basically investing a lot of time and effort with him uh, firstly, yep. to sort of, um, so he can then run the team how I want it to run. He understands, um, you know, what I expect. That's the key thing. All of the guys do actually. They understand, you know, the, uh, what I expect from them as people, but also, you know, they're representing, you know, the company, uh, and the, the quality has to be there. And you know, I don't back orders. I'm a very relaxed sort of guy. Um, all I ask is that they don't uh, don't take advantage. You know, if they treat me right, I'll treat them even better. Uh, and it works brilliantly. Um, and and we just uh, yeah. We're, we um, we sort of do. I think at the minute we're um, we're looking at around the sort of two seven five, closing in three hundred thousand in sales this year. Uh, we probably would have had the three hundred thousand done if it wasn't for the um, the the rain. We've had torrential rain um, for yep. the last sort of like two eight weeks, and it's kind of really slowed the progress down dramatically. Um, you know, uh, but you know it's still the best year to date. You know, to give a bit of perspective, in two thousand sixteen before Aquascape. Uh, I was turning over sixty-eight thousand. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. so it's a, it is a big, big change um, since big growth, and that's why, and that's why you're moving out of your house because you can afford to, you know, take on the rent and 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 grow your business. That's right, exactly. You mentioned earlier. You said that you, you know, kind of always felt like if you ever had a job that you dreaded going to work. You, you never wanted to do that, and uh, uh, you've evolved now with your business to being, you know, primarily water features. Uh, you know, I love to, you know, start and end all my vlogs with, you know, I love my job because I truly do. Uh, why do you love your job? What's a what's a story that would illustrate, you know, why you've actually fallen in love with water features too? Uh, well. Yeah, apart from the obvious passion that I've had always since um, since I was a kid, so my mum and dad instilled in me. Um, that is, is sort of like, um, you know, beside beside the point. One of my favourite things actually is with the water features and the difference between water features and, and patios and landscaping in general is that, you know, people generally don't sort of get an affinity with you they don't sort of connect with you like mm -hmm. they do with, uh, mm -hmm. with with water features um, to give you one story there was a um, uh, there was a lady who came over to my house she saw my pond and she saw my urn and uh, she said to me so well I want a water feature but I don't really know what um, so like say I said awesome, we've got this we've got that we've got the other and I showed her all these different possibilities and I remember me building the uh, we actually had settled on a stack slate urn and uh, so we, we we started building it, and she came out, and I saw her face drop. You know, because as you know, an awful lot of these things, when they start going in, it's a mess, isn't it? You know, there's a huge mess in the garden. There's guys everywhere. There's machines everywhere. 
and, uh, <laughs> and and I saw her face. She was uh, she she she'd almost like looked like she'd made a mistake, you know, mm-hmm, where, where mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh my gosh, what have I done?" And uh, anyway, she said, oh, so, um, I'm going to the shops, you know, I'll see you in a few hours. And uh, she came back and we were literally just tightening up, you know, like the last, last few finishing touches. And, uh, and, and, and she literally started crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, is it that bad? <laughs> you know? uh, and she came over and she gave me a, she gave me a, a massive hug and a kiss. And, uh, and and you don't get that with ordinary people. And, you know, it's it's not about, you know, I mean, I love building the features that we do because you get creative, you test yourself, and it's, it's fantastic. But it's the people. That's what it's about, you know. Um, and then when you sort of get customers, I know I can drop around any of my clients, and no matter what time of the day it is, it's either a cup of tea or a beer. You know, if it's on the uh-huh, end of the yeah. night, it's a beer. They become your friends. You know, but um, your clients become your friends because we love to say a water feature turns – yeah, because it changes how they use their space. Yeah, um, you know, so that's like it's a it's a real bonus to me, and um, that's like probably the biggest kick that I get from it. Apart from having a day when you're you're really sort of tired and you look back at your your work and go, yeah, I can really see a big difference, and um, you know, you get a buzz from it that. But when your customer comes out and they see it switched on for the first time, and they're like, yep. wow, <laughs> um, it is a it's a it, it's. It, you definitely it's it's hard work, but it's incredibly rewarding when when uh, when you can see the you know the fruits of your labor and how, how it impacts people. And speaking of which, you know I got to see your beautiful pond, which will of course put the links down you know in this. So if anybody's listening and want to see the different water features that uh, your company builds over there in England, we'll put a link so they can see them. Now you you uh, have a gorgeous water feature. This is your first year yourself living the full aquascape lifestyle, correct? It is, yeah. I moved into my house like two years ago, um, you know, well, nearly two years ago, and, and, and it was sort of like get the house done first before the baby, um, and then sort of like, I couldn't be a pond guy without my own pond, Greg, you know? Um, <laughs> That's right. And it was, you know, it, it's uh, something I've always wanted for, for forever, and I've always been in rented accommodation, so I've never really built it, but now I've got my own pad. I was like, right, this is it, and I'm going to go to town. I'm going to have it. I like to say, you know, my my garden pond. You know, my garden is yes. not very big. You know, but you know, it it is 100%. The whole feature is that everything about my garden. People don't look at anything else apart from the pond. Isn't um, it fun you know, to see first time? Isn't it fun to see first time visitors when they come in because they're not expecting to see what you <laughs> have in your backyard. Absolutely, and and even now I brought a lady over um, last weekend. She's one of my maintenance customers. He's having a right right bad time with it. Um, I said, I said, why don't you come and have a look at my pond? You know, this is an ecosystem pond. And she's like, what's what's this? So anyway, I had a little chat with her. I said, but come come and have a look at it. And even in December, when all my plants are looking tired and they're dead because I've cut them down, and the the fish are looking all cold, uh, you know, even then she was like, oh my god, it's beautiful. Right. So, you know, even even this time of year, you have something which, when you look out your window, because you're not sat beside it when it's minus two outside, you know, but you're looking out the window and you're constantly watching it, and it's just a forever evolving feature, and it's I absolutely love it. Yeah, amen. And uh, uh, that's why we love when our customers are living the aquascape lifestyle, because you can showcase it. And it's a paradigm shift, because people over in England, even in America, they're just not used to seeing, you know, beautiful, low-maintenance and enjoyable water features. Talk a little bit about that, Jonathan. I mean, you know, this was not easy for you to, uh, uh, you know, you're one of the original pioneers with, you know, Mark 
MJ Wilson, the pod advisor over there, you know, uh, you found the, the TV show on Nat Geo Wild. Um, what, what would your piece of advice be for somebody who is interested in, in, in turning this into a profession? What would your best piece of advice be for them? Oh, well, um, if you're really wanting to get into, into water features, um, you know, these, these features really sell themselves. So, you know, during the seminars, this came up quite a lot. How do you market these features? Um, and, it, and it really is. Get, get displays in the ground. You know, build, build them. Um, people will see them and they will actually then, only then will they completely, truly understand what you're talking about. Um, once they see, you know, seeing is believing. Um, you know, and it's, it's, that was probably the best thing I've done, actually, it, albeit mm-hmm. a very recent thing, put a pond in my own garden. Because uh, then people then come to my house um, and I've probably sold five or six projects from it each time um, that right. people have come around. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's really crucial to get one in the ground. Well, we like to say water features aren't bought, they're sold, and that means that people aren't in the marketplace for buying a pond, but when they see a water feature, you know, all of a sudden they can picture it, and so many times, you know, we'll put a water feature in in one guy's backyard, and then within two or three years, there's two or three neighbors in the same neighborhood that have it, all because they stopped by and saw that water feature, so... Getting water features in the ground, one becomes two, two becomes four, and then all of a sudden you could take a business like you and, you know, you, the, the, the sky's the limit. I mean, I guarantee you that, uh, you know, we talk another two or three years from now, you're going to go, oh, my gosh, we're making twice as much as we, we made two or three years ago, and you're making twice as much right now than you made two or three years ago, correct? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and, and it's right, you know, even like the customer, um, his daughter saw the pond and she was like, well, I want a water feature, you know, um, and we put a spillway ball uh, feature in for her. Um, yep, so yep. Like said, well, we, visited you know, her, we visited her house as well. That's right, yeah. Well, Jonathan, I would like, love to say that, uh, you know, it's fun for me to uh, see people that, you know, all over the world. You know, we have a growing contingent in England, um, you know, and then you're also doing things the right way. You know, you're, you're sending your guys. You were, you, were, you were unable to come to this last year's pandemonium because I remember you had a newborn daughter, Sophie, that was 10 days old. I got to meet her when she was only 10 days old. And do you remember what she did to, 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 to welcome me, uh, you know, into her home? Oh, yeah, she threw up on you. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. And you know what was really cool, too, was seeing her a couple months later when we just did our tour and having your wife come around. I mean, I, you know, this is definitely a family business. Your wife supports you. And, you know, the fact that you were able to bring your, your wife and daughter with us on our seminar tour of Manchester, Birmingham, and London, I mean, I think she's fully bought into this tribe, isn't she? Oh, completely. But the thing is, is Marisa also gives advice on the British CSC page over here as well, you know, because she sees it from probably the outside in, mm-hmm. um, you know, so she's got just as much, you know, valuable input to, to give out as well, you know, so yeah, I couldn't be happier. Well, having a great wife or spouse to support you is really key. You have a fantastic, uh, you know, agent over there in Mark M.J. Wilson and the Pond Advisor, and uh, it's been a true pleasure getting to know you. And I think I'm going to see you. Are you coming in February? Oh, yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> so you'll be at the Aquascape Academy. Cold. What's that? Apart from it being too cold. Yes, it'll be very cold, in, it'll be very cold in, in February in Chicago, but looking forward to, to, to seeing all my English mates coming over here to learn at the Aquascape Academy. And, Jonathan, thank you for sharing your wisdom and hopefully inspiring somebody else uh, with the path and the journey that you have. It's always a pleasure to uh, interview CACs that are passionate as I am. I really appreciate your time. Oh, pleasure. Genuine pleasure, Greg. Anytime.
All right. Thanks, mate. Hey, take it easy. Bye-bye. Hey, hope you enjoyed that podcast. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, just go to aquascapeinc.com slash podcast and tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. Central Time for a brand new podcast. I love my job and I hope you can too.